0: I'm not afraid. Yeah. You will
1: Suck it up. Pull up your big boy panties now. Because <laughs> you lost.
0: Do you want to hear something really scary? This is the Daniel Baldwin Show presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino.
1: Welcome to the big show. Josh,
2: Josh? Yeah! What
1: do you got over there? Were you playing oh, with some chords? What do you got?
2: Sorry, we're uh, just a little, little delayed here. A little All right. discombobulated? Phones are live for ESPN 44. Text line is live, 2880644, 2880644. And of course, Facebook Live. Go to ESPN Syracuse on Facebook if you want to stare at our. Lovely, lovely.
1: Let's jump right into it. Do a little sports. God forbid we were to say any sports when when we're on this show. Syracuse University fifty nine, Pitt forty five, and what was an absolutely terrible game? I mean, this was a terrible game. It was
3: a tough watch.
1: It, it was a terrible game. It was. Uh, it's, it's late for the kids. Look, I I have a hard time getting excited about those games that you're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're supposed to win this game if we're. Going to even talk about being a bubble team this year. We have to beat Pitt twice, and and I got to tell you, I, I really kind of feel like we need to beat Boston College too, and that's not going to be anywhere near as easy as beating Pitt.
3: Uh, you were there, Paulie. Yeah, I was. What I'm still got? I'm still traumatized by
1: it. <laughs> well, why do you say
3: that? And the offense was brutal on both sides. Pitt just threw the ball all over the court. Syracuse couldn't rebound. It was it was really really tough to watch. Well, so so. When I think about those
1: things, and when I think about the games that I've watched and everything, I'm not saying that they're a bad team. They're not a bad team. They're a young team for sure. Yeah. Uh, but when I look at the things, some of the things we've talked about earlier, and that is that do they hold on to battle? Do they? If they kept battle with the recruits that they have, Beheim's kid come in and who can shoot, and I think he's going to play as a freshman. I really do. With the way this team shoots, he's going to have a hard time not playing somebody who can put the ball in the hole from three point land. So I'm thinking he's probably going to play. Um, you know, and, and they have O'Shea. You know, Brissett. I mean, they're they're a threat with that lineup,
3: I think. But I don't think they're going to keep Battle. It'd be tough. You know, it, the money's too good. If he's going to be picked in the first round, he's got to go. You got to go. Is he a first round pick? He's got the body, he can score. Yeah. So you think they take him on the potential of what they think he'll do? Yeah, that's what the the lottery. That's why they call it the lottery. You got it in the draft, you gotta do it, well, no, yes. that's not why they called the lottery. They called the lottery because you're picking your position, yeah, I know, but it's a it's <laughs> it's a it's you don't know what you're getting you gotta kind of
1: well yeah but but i mean there there is certain developmental curves that they have, you know they watch they watch guys and how they scored what division they played in how do they still have the the uh, ability to grow a little more and so on. I don't think that that's the case with battle. I think he's probably peaked out size-wise. He's got a great body, so he's a strong kid. He might fill out a little bit more. Um, but the question is, it, you know, he, he doesn't certainly doesn't come across right now as somebody, I think, that a few years into the season he's starting for an NBA team. I, I don't see that yet.
3: Yeah, and I, but I don't think that's... The, I don't think that's what he's going for either, maybe. He's got... He's got the body. He can get to the basket. He'll be able to play against guys in the NBA because of his size. He develops a jump shot. He'll stick around. Well, there's a the big question. Got,
1: he develops a jump it, shot. we are all been kind of waiting for that. And
3: he's he's got to go if somebody even even the sniff of wanting him in the first round. So so put the other hat on then for a minute, Josh. You're
1: one of the coaches. Mm. It's probably not going to come from a Bayheim, but you're one of the coaches. You're you're Jerry McNamara. And he's thinking about it. You know, the rumors are going to come out that he's going to go 22nd to, through 27, you know, somewhere in there. And and you're telling him, what are you telling him in order to keep him here?
2: I don't know if I could tell anybody anything to stop them from going and making a million plus dollars a year. I mean, I, I would say, I would say, listen,
1: um, we the team needs you. Maybe you better your chances in the draft next year. There's where I'm going. There's where I'm going. That, you hit it on the head for me. What is the value of you playing in the ACC with a better team, the team doing better and, and, and walking into the tournament, uh, and, and you scoring 25 a game as opposed to 19? You know, Does that bring an increased value where you make that investment and, and the risk-reward of it is you, you got to make sure you don't get hurt? But, but I see him as somebody that if he played another year at Syracuse, now he goes in the top 15 mm-hmm. picks. Maybe even in the top ten if he if he if he if he really plays hard and, and Syracuse does a little better, um, and I see the value the amount of money so you may get a get the signing bonus of eight hundred thousand whatever he's going he's going to get the league minimum probably he's going to get five hundred to a million dollars to play somewhere and they may not, he may not even initially get on he might be I remember Kyle Wilcher remember him he won he won uh, a ring at Kentucky transferred to Gonzaga a kid from Lake Oswego Oregon and he's still in the Houston Rockets developmental he's 6'11 and he can stroke it but he hasn't cracked into the NBA so and he made some money i'm sure they signed him he was more valuable certainly than 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 battle i would think
3: and they've changed a lot of things too where battle can go test the waters, work out for the teams now, and they'll tell him if he's going to go or not. you know they'll tell him you should either go back to college or yeah or come. But he's got you know this he didn't do it this year, but next this coming year he's got to. Do well, recruits
2: to, have the ability to like see a diamond in a rough like that? And be like, all right, the team isn't that great, but this guy, he's
1: not. Well, fantastic. there's well, he, here's here's part of the risk reward. Take take the quarterback up in Buffalo. They throw that guy in, you know, after the bad bad game. Um, that their starter had and they put him in and he was awful. He threw five interceptions. What does that do to him in his confidence of being in the pocket? You know, you take that next step from playing in the most elite team sport, which is the NBA only for sheer numbers. There's only 12 guys in an NBA team. So if you crack it into the NBA and you're playing against every guy you ever played in college is not as good as these guys. <laughs> yeah. mean, the worst guy, the twelfth guy on an NBA team can beat the crap out of most starters, yeah. especially if he's been in the league for a little while. That's a difference between being a 29 year old stud and being a 20 you know one year old rookie. Um, so you get up there and, and believe me, they beat your ass. You know when you get in there in the beginning and, and scrimmaging stuff, you you can't crack that lineup. To, it's really hard to do. So, does he get valued experience, and does his draft position move up significantly so that his signing bonus and his salary are are more than what it would be? There is the, that's what I'm going to preach to him. I'm, not, I'm going to try to entice him with exactly what's what's going to lure him out of the team.
3: And you also got to look at who's going out too. Like there, all that's the other schools. Point. That's so a good it's, point. A, it depends. Well, this year, up. this year, if he's in a in a better position because there's not as many players that are as good going out, well, then this, he's got to go. The, the,
1: the sad thing, Al Davis. Uh, the, the renowned owner and infamous owner, Syracuse graduate and owner of the Raiders used to say, you're going to drive the car. That was his saying he would tell people when he was recruiting them and mm-hmm. he was trying to get guys to trade to his team. He'd tell them I'm going to give you the keys, Josh. You're going to drive the car. Meaning he's going to you're going to start. Yeah. Al Davis is telling you you're going to start on his team. Now there's a great allure to that. you know, there's a, To the fact that you're going to play. The speech that they're giving these kids when they recruit them is the same with everybody, which is why when you're the guy who's coming in as a freshman, you want to look at who's, who they took in their sophomore and junior class, because if that guy's really good, and if you're going to Syracuse, you're one of the better guys at quarterback, you're one of the better guys that were available at that level at the time you came in, you're not going to probably play. You're not going to play as a freshman or a sophomore. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to play quarterback. Just like in the NBA, you're not going to play. You have to be a, a, a rare exception to the rule that you're coming out of college and going to crack a starting lineup in the NBA. So you know, what, you're right, exactly right, when you say what's the value now versus what's the value later. I see him as one of those players personally. Another year in school would probably do him a lot of good. What's the weird tug-of-war that happens between a
2: coach and maybe like a, an NBA scout? If a scout wants a kid, but the coach wants to keep the kid, is there like a lot of weird tug of war
3: stuff happening? No, I, I think NBA teams are pretty honest with the kids when they go and work out with them mm-hmm. and tell them you, you're either going to make it or you're not. It's the it's the agents you got to worry about. It's when an agent gets in a kids here or family members getting a kids here. Yeah. Well, say, but, yeah. the, but and,
1: and I'll and I'll say to you, I agree, but I agree on the other side of the coin too. I think an agent knows that. Here's a good example, of Battle. I think an agent knows. If he continues on his growth, path, if you look at how he did last year, versus the guy's averaging almost 20 a game now. So he, he's just below 20 points a game, I believe. So now if you go from 20 to 25 playing in the ACC, he's going in the first 10 guys picked. Now what's the average salary? They, they have all that charted out. They're going to tell him that. The agent would rather have him play, I believe, another year than get the commission on a million dollars if they think he's going to sign for $10 million the following year.
3: That's a, that's 10 times the commission. Yeah, know? yeah, but I also don't think Battles ever going to be in that that talk of being one of the guys that's going to make that much money. So it's oh, you know, it, so you
1: don't believe that he's a guy that could be a star in the NBA.
3: No, I think he's going to be an average NBA player and he's got to get the money when he can, and I ah, think okay. Well, if if that's the opinion,
1: I it's funny cuz I think if he could if he could shoot 30% from the field he'd be, he'd be yes. deadly. But he you know, he's so erratic. Uh, he was terrible last <laughs> night again.
2: What Just do we terrible. do, if, if, as far as, this is the Ding of Baldwin show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse, what does this team do about their inability to guard on the three-point line? Who is it? Patrick, uh, 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 what's his nuts, last night. Was <laughs> it Patrick Stewart?
1: Patrick Stewart? I think he was like Parker on the TV Stewart, too. Sorry, Parker okay. Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Hit six. Yeah, Drake. And that's
2: when Baldwin, uh, and Baldwin that's, what, that's when Beheim lost his coat again. Took his coat off. He got upset. They don't. They don't guard that shot.
1: Well, they're playing a known zone defense that when the ball rotates really quickly and they're snapping the passes around because I think they play their def- their their zone a little tight to the basket. They're you know they're they're close to the paint on the wing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, they're susceptible to getting that jumper open. You know, and 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 the other sad thing about it is we seem to not. Overshift a little bit to the guy who we know can shoot. You would think that what he would do is is he would keep his wing guys a little deeper off the basket and risk what's going to happen against the Chalupa inside. <laughs> but but no, we we. we Beheim s- is
2: telling these kids something that is not being translated. They're not doing what he's what they're being told.
3: I don't know how it's not translated because I can with a hundred percent certainty tell you that Jim Beheim, I can't say it on the air, told them. To guard that guy. This is what I'm saying. I mean, why
2: aren't they listening to the coach? <laughs> I,
3: I,
1: he doesn't lose his So, yeah. so, so, so what, ha- what, what happened to the game that a guy, he, he goes out, he strokes one. And you know he can shoot already. It's not like they didn't scout him and they know the kid has the potential to hit a three. But there are nights when you get hot. I play basketball all the time. And there are days when I go and I just I can drop it like, and other days where it's clanking. But when a guy gets hot, he finds his stroke and he why don't they just... Crush him with a foul. Like it used to be, you could just knock him on his ass.
3: <laughs> you know, seriously. Throw elbows, I like it. Yeah.
1: yeah. You don't know. Or just give him a real good body foul and take him to the ground. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, sorry, man, you take the foul, but you make him think about it. You know, when that guy comes running at you next time, and you just got <laughs> dropped, you think about that. There's no more message fouling. There's no more delivery of those types of intensity. It's, you know, i say, send me out there, man. I got a year of eligibility.
3: Oh, I'd love to see you drop somebody. Oh, I'd be the hitman.
1: Hit <laughs> I would. I would be the hitman. i go out there and I would drop I use all five fouls and I'd use them really, really selectively. Like
2: it it seems like some of these kids need to get checked.
1: I'm gonna do that in our game. I'm oh, gonna yeah. drop I'm gonna drop
3: Larry not, Dickman. I'm not <laughs> I just watch J- I love it. I want Josh to refer to the best player on every team is what's his nuts. Yeah, what's his nuts?
1: nuts. <laughs> Parker Lewis it. can't lose, that guy. Parker Fuck. Stewart. I like it was it's Martha Stewart now. Who is it? Hey, Patrick Stewart. It was What's his Patrick name? Patrick Stewart. I don't know the name. Patrick Stewart. Wasn't he uh, in
3: Star Trek?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Patrick I don't know Stewart. the guy's names. I just know what they did, and all I know it's is the it, best ever. It pissed Beheim off enough to take his coat off.
3: <laughs> you don't even know who he is, and you know to guard him.
2: I so, am. Ah, yeah! so, so, <laughs> if so, I saw him on the party line, to put my arms up, should go get down.
1: I also remember back in the day too, when when a guy like that would get hot. They would yank a starter and put in a guy who was like the eighth, ninth guy. It seems like the same guys always play for Syracuse. Is it because they're so bad in the bench? They have nobody this
3: year. There's nobody. But there's bodies there. They can't play? Yeah, I think you're better with the bodies on the court than the bodies on the bench. Oh, way better. Why? I I don't even think that's... You don't want to send that kid out there who's all fired up, shoot him up a little B12 in the (laughs) top, get him ready to go.
2: Take the five foot ten white kid on the end of the bench and send him
3: out there. Just go for uh, it. Yeah, man. Go. Timmy, go for kill, it. Kill, kill, kill. I don't think you'll lose much offensively on this team. But <laughs> right. Defen- that's what I mean. defensively you'd probably lose a lot. Well, what are they, they doing?
1: Gonna... Scholarship players at Syracuse University is a dynasty up here.
3: They've had they had some uh, issues with the NCAA. It's not Oh, been... they, oh so you would think that affected their absolutely. Guys? Well, they lost scholarships, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. So, ah, so are these walk-on guys? Or no, no, they're just. But they're just non-scholarship players. They're scholarships. It's just they're not. They they haven't been able to get enough. The pickings were a little thin. Yeah, I would say that. Wow, they and they've fewer out, scholarships, and they missed out on some really big fish by. Yeah. A millimeter in the past couple years. They should have
1: had me in there. They should have had me in there. Going Closing. some movie deals. <laughs> the Mariano Rivera. You know, I don't want to say anything, but we are shooting several movies in Syracuse, in and around the university very, in the off season.
2: Very excited. Plus, you got a guy like Hopkins leaving, and Hopkins was a great recruiter,
1: and it's we'll a lot funny. of that, right? Any word on the kid that left the program and what happened? Gino Smith? Yeah. Any mm-hmm. more, more He's words? at my
2: place. We have been hanging out. <laughs> We're playing. Uh, we're do we playing any
1: PlayStation. More no. No. This one
3: black. You know, He's we, done.
2: He's done. What what do? Why does it
3: matter? Why does it matter? He left. Who he cares? left.
2: See, Paulie. No, team no, player. there's something
3: going on. All right. right, we
2: will be back. You know how to get involved, right here on the Daniel Baldwin Show. Brought to you by Liverpool Pool and Spa. This is ESPN
0: Radio, Syracuse. Every Tuesday, Syracuse assistant coach Jerry McNamara takes us inside the Orange on the Daniel Baldwin Show, brought to you by Drivers Village and Burdick BMW. On the Pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. Tomorrow, the Orange visit Miami. Orange pregame at 645, tip 7 o'clock. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey, now, and we're back live on the big show.
3: So, we're gonna play a little. So, what, Paulie? What do you got for us? The Koreas, the North and the South of the Koreas, are going to form their first joint Olympic team and march together at the Olympics. So what? But I'm pissed.
1: Why? So what? But I'm pissed. Well, man, man, uh, the North and South Korea are gonna form a team. Do you know how much North Korea screws with South Korea? A little, a little, a little. There was a little war back in the day. Yeah, I know. My because dad of how was much in it. The <laughs> dad was in it. Yeah. Right. I thought your they eyes. They should have called it
2: like the Korean
1: War or something. Yeah, yeah. 38th Parallel, <laughs> my friend. Yeah, All right. But we got Freaky Wayne on on with us right now. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, Wayne's Wayne checking in. <laughs>
2: Uh, I would say that's a good thing, right? The Olive Branch. Yeah, we need this, right? We, we, yeah. we don't need. We but they're don't...
1: gonna form a team together. Yeah, I think there's a whole bunch of athletes in South Korea that are going BS. I want to mess with them. I want to. I want to compete against. How
3: them. many athletes are coming from North Korea? Two. Yeah, but they all have guns. It's nu- the, ones nuclear seen, capability.
2: the ones I've seen defecting and running across the border are pretty fast. So maybe they should <laughs> yeah, be that's right. You
1: got a good point, yeah. but that's a different Olympics. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. the Winter Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Can they skate across real fast? Bobsled team, maybe. There you go. All right, Wayne. How you, you, you
3: doing? You, <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> that's uh, so what? That's so, a so what? what? Yeah, yeah I don't you, usually Wayne. care about the Olympics until about a week before the Olympics. Thank you, there Wayne. You Wayne with a great point.
1: Wayne chime in.
3: Clemson and Alabama are one and two in the way too early polls. That's, a, that's not so
1: to me. That's ridiculous. Why? Because Clemson's recruiting class or Clemson choked just like I thought Sweeney would. He choked. He choked against Syracuse. It, it, no, Alabama should be number one.
2: So what? So what? That's a so what. (laughs) Thank you. So what? Moving on. This
3: is a sports show. So what? But what about you?
2: You can
0: throw
3: in an opinion. Yeah, what's your opinion? Uh, So what? Uh, (laughs) The Steelers Steelers have fired offensive coordinator Todd Haley after the greatest Steelers' offensive performance in playoff history.
1: So what? They should have fired their defensive coordinator. They gave up 48
3: points or something.
1: (laughs) They are exactly right. Sucked. (laughs) (laughs) So what? (laughs) Yeah, that's a so what. Yeah!
3: <laughs> this you is Josh's
1: favorite, <laughs> <I'm his only laughs> favorite game. Because all he has to do is do variations on how he says so what yeah! uh, to be interesting. And, ah! and you know what, dude? It brings me
2: so much joy because Polly put effort into this, and all I'm doing is turning on him every time I say so what. He
3: won't turn on this story. Uh. On Tuesday, a photo, photo of an employee at Hawaii's Emergency Management Agency, which uh, was originally published in July, made the rounds because of a password on a post-it note on the man computer for reference this is the same agency that mistakenly sent out an alert to hawaiian residents that a bomb was headed their way so they're saying someone accidentally pushed the button but there's a picture with the password on it floating around does my mom work there you know what's so what it's hawaii
2: oh
3: wow yeah lock down your security people how do you react to that how do you react to that alert Though. If the
2: missile, dude, I I I don't know how I'd react. I'd probably run to my family and cry like a
1: infant. Okay, okay. So they so they have Bush Jr and he's addressing some class when the first plane hits on 911 if you all remember that. Yeah, reading the book. And then he's he, he you know he, you see the agent walk in and whispers something here here, and he kind of looks up and he gives a okay and he looks back and hey, he starts acting interested in the story yeah. again. And then they turn and you know, they come back 19 minutes and yeah. so they go, "Yeah, the second tower just got smashed by another 757." He yeah. goes, "Oh yeah." And he goes, hey. "And so they're criticizing um, um Trump because he was playing golf and he finished his round <laughs> when this thing no one smashed into anything yet. You know what was he supposed to do? Go. Oh my God! Put up the the uh, Skynet immediately. But what was he going to do? I don't know.
3: Do you, and the funny thing is, do, you, do people think that the president wouldn't know there was a missile aimed at America even if he was on the golf course? Yeah, you know, that's yeah he's out there. He's fine. Like he's.
1: You know what uh, his it, comment to the guy was when he whispered in his ear? Uh, Four. Ah. <laughs> ah. I'm going right into. It. You got any more? No. You so more so-whats? So no. That's so a, all. out of here. Ready this? No, so Paulie what? the Mole sitting right next to me. Paulie the Mole is 45 years old, and today, Paulie the Mole went in for the big special examination today. Hey, now! Is that what I'm thinking? It's yeah, exactly it's, what you're yeah. thinking. Usually, we call it the 50-year-old special. hmm And so to commemorate this festive day for you, Paulie. And you just got back, correct? I go every year. He's been getting them forever. He's a year. pro. Well, then, then I think I know the answer <laughs> to, some to of the questions. To recurring date. He's got a punch card. <laughs> <laughs> so here are my questions for you. Okay. Uh, uh, to commemorate this gloves or no gloves? What? Gloves? Come <laughs> on, pray. It's Glo- not the 80s anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How dare
3: you? Uh, rings on or off? Uh I don't know. He had a glove. On. <laughs> Ad did, rings. Did Big it feel sh- better than last time? <laughs> yeah, Big can no after. <laughs> yeah. okay. Male or female? Uh male, but I have a great The first time I went to to the urologist to uh-huh. get this done, uh they had a very attractive intern who was there watching it happen so they're like "Take your pants off in front of her like yeah um I don't think I'm in the right place <laughs> I think that's I so,
1: know her was that money butthole yeah.
3: <laughs> so I had to do it in front of like a 22 year old girl that happens and it was really embarrassing that well, happens
1: that's the first time he did it in front of somebody over 15 <laughs> anyway <laughs>
3: <laughs> what? In, huh? Hawaii another missile <laughs> like, is oh, what? What? <laughs> 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 what is it?
1: Did they buy you a drink first or not?
3: No. Okay. Not, I wish. Lube or Texas Rough Road? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, uh, they, they. I, 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 I came back squishy. Yeah. Okay. The ride home like a jelly donut. <laughs> <laughs> It's oh. going to lay an egg in okay. a little people while. Are got our, a people world. are driving into their, their cars off it their It is road. important to have
1: your
2: prostate <laughs> checked. No, it's very
3: simple.
1: <laughs> I hear they you start when you're 36, John.
2: I've had mine. Don't <laughs> you worry. Oh. Okay.
1: Liked it or loved it? Oh. <laughs> like it. <laughs> Liked it. And will you or will you not be going on a date with this doctor anytime
3: soon? Uh, next year. Next year.
1: <laughs> One next more year time. Actually... You know, statistically it tells you, and I've had to have this examination done, and it's funny because I've always gotten it done by my regular doctor. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone to a specialist or whatever, and, and, and it was a female doctor, and she would go, it was so great, the examination before it was due, because she'd go, um, you should you know, probably come in. You know I mean? Yeah, and normally that would be how generic is that? I go, oh, come in, come oh. in. Goes, yeah, you should probably come in. we going we need to check that, and you know, and it's it's a manual, if you will, exam. It's on a scope or any other stuff. So, you know, I would I would go into Dr. Benya, and she would give me this examination. Benya, and her name is Benya. Benya. I swear to God, yeah, Benya over. <laughs> is this so, a, so, this so, is a far side so, card. So, <laughs> I swear, I swear to God, her name is Dr. Lisa Benya. So now, um, this guy that I play golf with. Uh, at my mom's uh, Breast Cancer Research Fund tournament every year. His wife is a doctor. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Julie Colvin. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Colvin turned around, and she's this really, really nice mom, super doctor. I just can't bring myself, because I know her with her kids and everything else, to let her do this explanation. Yeah, no. I can't do it. You can't do I, it. I'll never eat you know, fried rice at her house again. No, and, you and, can't and, do and, look it. At, and look at her the <laughs> same. So, she's like, no, 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 we'll send you upstairs. But they want to, like... Give you the little cocktail, lay you down, and she wants me to get the full scope now in fifty-seven, yeah, yeah. and they go up there and take a real look, and you know. Have I, you I had mean, the scope? You haven't had the scope? I haven't been. I've been. I've been. I've been fangered. I've had two
2: scopes. You have a double scope. I was laying on my laying on my side. At the same time. the yeah, <laughs> one was recreational. One was. What like, <laughs> was Tom? one was, yeah, was Joe? Not, I had the scope, and I'm laying on my side, and I had the 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 apron on, and my 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 ass is just out, right? And they give you the little drugs, you're trying to get a little loopy, right? As I'm fading off, my butt is just exposed three different people. One of the guys goes, I love you on the radio. And I go, oh, no. What? <laughs> so now I have a listener looking completely, not at my ass, but in it on a camera.
1: Oh, it was so embarrassing. Now, are you, uh, I've never done the knockout one. Yeah. Are the, are, I'm going to be out. I mean, inject me. I'm, I'm out. And I woke I'm up out. in
2: the middle of it. And I woke up in the middle of it and it felt like, you know that scene from Alien where it feels like a butt, like a, butt. oh, dude. I woke up in the middle of it I go, oh, no, I'm awake. And they go, for and I was out again. But yeah. it's.
1: So aftermath pain? You have to
2: sit in the fart room. Do you know about the fart room?
1: No, I've never had that. What's the <laughs> oh, fart room?
2: You can't leave until you, until you fart. They had to make sure that you can pass air. So it's just a room. It was me. I was 30 at the time. With a bunch of like 60 year olds. Picture a bunch of
1: scented candles there. Oh, no, it's just a room with a
2: bunch of half conscious old people waiting to rip ass. And you're like, oh, You got a God. bucket
1: in case something else goes? <laughs> Nothing's
2: coming. You're clean.
1: You're clean. Oh, the, oh, you're clean. during you're that clean. Are you just draining? No, no, no you're completely
2: give clean, you clean stuff up. to hey, the night before you get cleaned up.
3: Oh. what's the prep? Do you shave? Do you just let it go? Uh, yeah, Bleach. You know, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> Bleach. I want to hear that. Yeah, Bleach. I wear a nice outfit. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I uh, I've gotten the scope in the front. In the mouth? No. Oh, in no! there. <laughs> yeah. When I first, you got stuck, a pang, a panky scope? I, yeah, I had to get the. What the was wrong with you? Uh, oh. I've had a lot of. Tracked issues and oh my that's God. not fun. That is not fun. Wow.
1: Outgoing
2: only. <laughs> Outgoing only. But no, seriously, get yourself checked for prostate and
1: uh, yeah. Colon you want it, you want to definitely make sure. If you need any advice, you can email the station and ask for Paulie. And, uh, he's, yeah, and he's been. Uh, he'll take you through it. He's had front scope.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's been checked in every port. It's uh, everything's been checked. Whew, that's I. I'm I'm gonna have a hard drive home thinking about this. You gotta have it. We will be back. Get yourself checked. Be safe out there. This is Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio, Syracuse.
0: Follow us on Twitter, ESPN Syracuse. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino.
1: And now, and we're back. After that poignant segment. Oh, boy. On prost- Infotainment is what we'll call it. It was. Info- I like that. Infotainment. You might want to hashtag that and
2: grab some. Already done. Pat and Penny. Done? Pat and Penny? Pat and Copywritten.
1: I hate that. 3 Um, 3 Pete. You know that story? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He made a fortune. Riley. Yeah. Yeah. You know that story? No. So so the, uh, the Lakers turned around and they win, to, I think it was back in the Magic Johnson era, and they win their second title in a row. And so Heat Riley's being interviewed, you know, champagne on the head, mm-hmm. the whole bit. But, and they already start saying, to him, well, you know, this is a dynasty, you and the Celtics, blah, 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 blah. You know, what are the chances of you winning a third? He goes, you know, it's really hard to 3 repeat three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no one had ever said that before. And so his lawyer immediately contacts him that night. And the next day, they trademark and grab all the rights to threepeat. The Bulls came along. Then uh, there was a hockey team, too, somebody else. Yeah, and so all the shirts, all the bumper stickers, all the stuff that say three-peat on for 17 years, part of the royalties go to Pat Riley because he owns the slogan. Oh, yeah. That's, and that, that's... I know. I want to have that day.
3: I want to wanted that day. Well, other teams, you know, because then either other teams have to use it. You know, the Bulls to yeah. it after. And- yeah, we
1: could come up with some terms. we got to come up with some stuff. What's uh, So the schedule, uh, the great Seth Goldberg comes out. With the schedule, you're going to read the schedule. off? I so, front so, of you, man. so, wait. We we have to keep a record of this. I'm going to keep the record. Okay, I'm going to keep it in the secret vault.
2: Mine's easy. I'm saying that SU goes undefeated next season. you that's it. So are, yeah, are Syracuse is undefeated. They're not going
1: to lose again. Okay, I'm going to write it down. They're not so. going to lose again. Week Let's one,
2: Joshua. Week right. one, Syracuse is at Western Michigan.
3: Pauly. That's a win. Josh. DB. DB. Uh, okay. I'm a win so, all the way down. So you do. So Polly
2: says win one, for the first week. Western Pauly Michigan.
1: win. You say win. Mm-hmm. I say we beat Western.
2: Wagner at home
1: win. Win. You say win. I say win.
2: Florida State at home three. Polly, uh,
1: loss. Josh says win. Polly nope. says loss. I say loss. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, UConn at home
1: win. That's a UConn okay. monster so fight. You say win. When I say when, also
2: September 29th, Syracuse. You want me to start going
1: first for a little while. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> September 29th, Syracuse travels to
1: Clemson. Um, I'm going to say loss. Josh says win. Polly? loss. Loss. Six. At Pitt. Travel to Pitt. <clears throat> That's a toss up. there uh, you know, I don't know what they're. Um, it's at Pitt. We won 27-20. I'm going to say we lose. A loss. Wow. When. This is well, next Josh year's. Win I'm game. so
2: confident. This is the football schedule for Go. next year's uh, Syracuse Orange. <laughs> North Carolina in Syracuse, home with North Carolina.
1: There's their upset win for the season. Really? They win.
3: I call it a win, wow! Thank God. you, You're but welcome. it's not an upset. Yeah. NC be. State in Syracuse. I th- I think they'll win that one. I'll give that will be their big win next year. That will be their signature win. NC State win. All
1: right. I'm going against you. I'm saying we lose.
2: November 3rd, they travel to Wake Forest.
1: That game, I think we come back and win this time. So I'm going to say we win and win.
3: Mm-hmm. Win. Pauly? Uh I'm going to agree with both of you on that one, that they're going to beat Wake Forest next Ten. year. They lose their QB.
2: Three left. November 9th, Louisville comes in for a Friday night game at
3: the Dome. <sighs> Louisville's going to be a question mark next year. Uh Really thinking uh, on it like it matters. They're going to win. They're going to beat wow. Louisville. Pauly wow! has a wow. win. Big Friday
1: night win loss. like Clemson this year. Josh has a win. 11.
2: That's the big one at the Yankee Stadium. That's, uh, Notre, that's Dame. Notre Dame at Yankee <laughs> Stadium.
1: <laughs> I have loss.
2: Loss. Loss. And then they loss. close out the regular season. Loss. November 24th. Is at this 12? Uh, this is number 12, yeah. At Boston College.
1: I don't think Boston College is going to be as good as they were. So I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to go loss on BC. At BC. Loss at BC. So wait, let me just look at what my record would Seen be. Seen a lot at. of L's Maybe on that two sheet. 2 and 1. 3 and 1. 3 and
3: 2. 3 and 3. 4 and 3. 4 and 4. 5. Yeah, no, they're not going to a bowl game. Oh, no. Wow, gonna, already. Gonna, already. already Do you have him at 5 wins next year? 5 wins. All right. Josh has him at 12. <laughs> Yeah! And you said
1: they're going to beat BC? Lose to BC. So you have
3: them as one, two,
1: three, four, five, six, seven wins. You so paulie has got them bowl Are eligible it? next year. They're yeah. definitely going next year. That definitely didn't going come it. out how I expected it to. That is way more
2: negative is, going into it, that. It is
1: official. It is official.
2: This, according to you, though, by this,
1: you think Babers missed his chance, is what you're saying, Daniel. I said early on that there was, after the Clemson win, there was immediate national recognition. We beat the number one team in the country. Or they were number two at the time, and they ended up being number one. Of course, as the great Nostradamus all told you, they were going to lose, okay. uh, and they did lose to Alabama. So, um, t- yes, I, I, I believe that if I'm at if I'm, Babers, let's put it this way. Let me put it this way. Let's take the coin and turn it for a second. Let's say Syracuse wins nine games next year, mm. Right. And the following year, they win ten. Mm-hmm. If he gets offered a Division One college job at any Big Ten, any Big Ten school, or any SEC school, is he not going?
3: If he gets offered the head coach job at Indiana,
1: is he not going to play against Michigan, Michigan State, and
3: that's a t- I would argue, it's hard to argue against. Right.
1: So the answer to that is, of course, he's going. He has been a guy who's been built. Look at his path. He is is at, uh, um, what was it, Northern Illinois or you know some Illinois school, and then he goes to Bowling Green. Bowling Green, and he builds his resume there some, which attracts a much bigger university like Syracuse, who plays in the ACC. He's not a guy that's going to, I think, that is looking at, I want to be the next Jim Beheim at Syracuse University. I just don't see that. Jim is one of those unique things, which is why when we had Jerry McNamara on the show, I said, my first thing, I said to him, are you the heir apparent? Are you the guy that's going to take over when when Jim finally decides? Because it's going to be on Jim's terms, mm. and I'm hoping that we get to see him take his son all the way through his senior year, which I think is probably the the idea for him. You know, so he'll he'll wait to see what he does in four years with his son. That starts next year. He's seventy two. So Jim Beheim would go to at least 76. That gives four more seasons on top of this one for Jerry McNamara to really get it down. He's a legend here at the university. I think he would find his life very happy to be a 25 year coach, you know, after Jim Beheim and make this his program and continue the success. Jim would be there as a mentor to him. I don't see you have to be a unique person. You might get a Donovan McNabb kind of guy, or you might get a guy who has a a history with the school, somebody who, you know, uh, uh, bleeds orange, you know, and wants to be here. And also, it's a unique lifestyle. It's a very cold climate. Um, You know, you have to be, you have to love central New York to want to live here. I moved back here because I do love the mindset here. I love the people here. You know, I love the dedication. Um, I rather live here than live on Long Island, where I'm from Mm -hmm. and where I was raised, or in the city, you know I mean? I, I wanted to raise my kids in a place where it would be um, um, more indicative of who I am as a human being and how I was raised. So you have to find that special guy. I don't believe Dino Babers grew up saying, gosh, one day I'm going to move back to Syracuse and I'm going to live there and raise my family. So, and God bless him, he's, he's a hardworking coach, and I think that he's going to do everything he can to make it more that Paulie's right with seven wins than my prediction of him only winning five. Um, I think that his bread is buttered with wins and losses, and I think that he's going to take a job. So the point back to your question was, Does should Dino Babers have taken – if I was him, and this was me, if I'm in that mindset with what I think his goals are, which is to coach a Florida or a Florida State or one of those schools eventually down the road, a nationally recognized front-running program in the top 20 every year, I would have gone ahead and had my agent send him my resume out so fast after beating Clemson. Now he's put himself against the wall where he has to do better than what he's done the last couple of years. Does Syracuse, with this schedule next year, have a really good chance of winning seven or eight games? I don't think so. I don't. I think he's still two or three years away from that, and he's gonna, now, he's, now he's definitely staying here.
2: Let us know your thoughts right now two eight eight zero six four four. That is the text line. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse.
0: All the best local takes, Orange Nation. How many possessions did we see that only Frank Howard touched the ball? Matt Park, Brenda. That was a very composed, uh, rational phone call that has uh, no place in, in this market. Daniel Baldwin. We have the sproutings
1: of what looks like is going to be an amazing garden, but let me tell you something, baby. This year we're not pulling any
0: tomatoes off. We're not good enough. Brent Axe missing something. Well, what they're missing is Torian Thompson. Listen back on iTunes or ESPNSyracuse.com This is The Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort & Casino And now Welcome back
1: for the last, but amazing segment on The Big Show Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey for President there was much speculation that Oprah's speech at the Golden Globe Awards during her acceptance of the Cecil B. DeMille Award was posturing for a potential White House run. Josh?
2: I don't. Why would she want it? She's got all the money in the world, no one's bothering her.
3: Stay home, Polly? watch Netflix, Polly no <laughs> we have we not learned our lesson i know we don't need so, billionaires so, well, well, well,
1: think about the question not should she do it did you as a lot of america and including me for sure see this speech the way she looked the way she delivered it she went way over in time was she posturing to at least get a feeler
2: No, oh, i think she's a narcissist i think she's just is she gonna is
3: she is she looking at running that's my question. I really don't think so.
1: You don't think I she don't. was no,
3: Polly? I think I think there's a lot of people pushing her towards it, and I think you got when you're that big, you get an ego, and you think you can do it. Yeah, Listen, you're going to try it. There is no doubt in my mind that they sat her down,
1: they talked about it, and now I'm not saying she's definitely going to run, but that speech, the way it was delivered, the the pauses that she left in there for the cheering from the women, and so on and so forth. We're definitely preconceived for her to take a look at what's America's feedback for this. It's going to be no question in my mind that she was, as I asked, posturing for a potential run. I think that she wants to hear what people think. I think that there's a lot of people out there right now that are saying, you know, the game has changed. You're now talking about putting a Reality show host against a daytime talk show host. Mm-hmm. That's what she is. I'm mm-hmm. I a mean, very successful producer and everything, but make no mistake about it, she's a daytime talk show host. Mm-hmm. So we've seen a reality show host who's a billionaire face off now against a daytime talk show host. So that opens up who's in the cabinet. Ooh. Who, who's in the cabinet? I have some candidates. Oh, I'd like to hear oh, this. Boy. Go ahead. Okay. Stadman. Maury. Oh, Maury. I like Maury that. Povich. He you could easily are be in the not. cabinet. Sally Jesse uh, Raphael? Oh, she just, is she still alive? Sally Jesse's still around. Are you kidding me? Oh. Jerry. Jerry. Oh, uh, Jerry, Jerry Springer. Listen, Jerry Springer's the only one with experience. Do you know where he's, what his background Cincinnati, is? Cincinnati, right? He's the mayor of Cincinnati. Got caught in like a a, a pornography scandal with hookers. That happens. So there's a lot of people
3: who vote that way. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> we've seen it. We've seen it already. Is Phil Donahue alive? <laughs> <laughs> he's a filthy lib. Oh, he's a <laughs> filthy <laughs> lib. Oh no, he really is. He's a wicked. He's really left wing. Wow.
2: Sally Jesse's 82 years old. And she's Phil still Donahue's, with us, right? She's not dead, man. No, she's not. She ain't going anywhere. She's Phil, viable.
3: Phil Donahue's 82. Also, is he really? i yeah, just Ooh. looking him up. No, it's got to be. I, I think. I think that uh,
1: she takes Sally Jesse around with her <laughs> she might be I like it now, now one of the interesting things you know as I've analyzed this a little closer and I, and I, and I, I gotta tell you I, I, I've said before I'm not somebody that would bet on something unless I thought I was gonna win mm. if you told me that Hillary Clinton was going to face off against Barack Obama in a primary and that Barack Obama would win a majority of the states in the south with their historic views on African Americans I would have said you're crazy but what that primary proved was that they would rather vote for an African-American man than a woman. Mm. And that's what I think it came down to. I mm. really do. I don't think it was so much at that time personal against Hillary. I think they said they would rather vote for a woman. Now, therefore, by by that theory, what chances does an African-American woman have to carry much in the South against some even Donald Trump, who, who shocked people? I, I have a strange suspicion they're going to find a reason why Trump should not run again and Mike Pence is going to step in and run for president. Wow, it very. Heard here first. The Great One has spoken.
2: Can we have somebody with any political experience just jump in this race? Not that it's even running, but let's just see what just happens. Remember, just remember now,
0: I'm going to close today with this Go. statement.
1: Oprah will not beat my brother Alec in the primary.
0: Wow, very hot. The Great One has spoken.
2: That'll do it for us. Daniel Baldwin Show. Brett Axe up next. ESPN Radio,
0: Syracuse.